0: time enough podcasts it's where we delve into all the episodes of the twilight zone and beyond this is matt here joining me today from maybe sunny northern california sean is it sunny did i just guess i, I guess
1: <laughs> it's definitely sunny i have the air conditioning on right now <laughs> it's okay. uh it's pretty warm ah yeah. see. meanwhile I,
0: I got a kerosene heater next to me though i did just turn it off so um <laughs> No, you won't be hearing that. I don't think you can hear it anyway with this microphone. So I, I have to eat my microphone. I sometimes bump my teeth when podcasting, so that's not cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right.
0: Um, today is a—I'm really pretty sure I've never seen this episode before. The jungle. This—this uh, this was a first timer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you chose this one. Uh I, I mentioned if you wanted to come on uh, as you've been listening to the whole around the podcast. And this is one of the ones you, you mentioned. Uh any any particular
1: reason? Um the the main star uh, the star, uh John Daner, I think that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce his name. I looked that up John Daner.
0: I hope so because um, I'm gonna do a trivia in a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um he he played in a couple of episodes and I re- and he's played on a lot of stuff a lot of TVs a lot of like, mainly westerns and stuff like well oh, you're gonna get to that i'm sure in the trivia but um yeah with this episode the reason why i chose it um the 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 noise and stuff like that um really creeps me out in the episode the feeling of walking through the park the uh like i said just having that actor um there's not too many people that i see side with me saying this is a good episode um it sits in a weird place, like as far as you know tonally, yeah. Because
0: it's it's kind it has these progressive ideas, but at the same time, it's like kind of like weirdly not, you know, like yeah. like. I mean, I guess that's just being made in nineteen sixty one America. You know, it's like the uh, Martin Denny Exotica records or anything. They're great, oh. but they're not
1: authentic. <laughs> and Can <laughs> I say, say uh, <laughs> one reason I like this episode too is it plays on a fear I have. Like, I'm not a person like. I'm not saying I trip out and hear things, but <laughs> if uh, if that happened to be like, I, I have a fear of like that happening to me. Like, what would I do if I was in this scenario? Like, and I started hearing these, um these animal noises, all these sounds of the jungle that really plays like on a fear that I have. Cause I'm like, if I was in this person's shoes, I, you know, I don't know if I could tolerate it as long as he did.
0: Yeah. I don't, well, I don't know I, I walk around at night a lot um i th- theoretically i guess i could get attacked by monkeys if they came down from the mountains and felt like attacking but uh yes. that that happened uh, i drove my parents to a when they visited i tried to drive them to a waterfall like way in the boonies and, and up in the mountains and we were like surrounded by monkeys so you know checking out the car that was pretty weird yeah. that might be yeah. like your fear <laughs> yeah um a few years ago i i was t- uh talking to a student who could speak reasonably good english and i was like what you know the question was like what what are your fears right and he was like frogs in the dark it's july when i go home i'm walking home i'm like there's a bunch of frogs hopping around me and it's like pitch black i'm like wow this is like this guy's hell okay (laughs) yeah didn't bug me fortunately so yeah let me bounce into a little bit of trivia for this episode The original air date was December 1st, 1961. The mercurial script is from that mercurial Charles Beaumont. This is one of four Twilight Zone episodes directed by William F. Claxton. He'd run wild with that talent on both Bonanza and Little House on the Prairie. John Daner. Did I just did I say it right? Did I say it like you said it? I don't know.
1: Yeah, because when I <laughs> when I've seen it uh, it's pronounced yeah, d- d- day and then nerd. Yeah, ah, he played
0: Alan Richards. I can handle Alan Richards name. That's cool. He also played many con men and villains, but stood out as the radio voice of Paladin and have gun will travel. Is that what you were looking for? did you have another one okay i that stood out i mean i I, obviously that's not tv's paladin but i was like hey paladin what do you know can i
1: can i throw in some little trivia facts in here yeah
0: that's the i'm kind of opening the door for you
1: there (laughs) okay because uh i I got some credits for the lion in this episode
0: oh okay i all i I did write down Zomba the lion played the lion so if you'd like to go on from there
1: (laughs) i mean he let me see here i have my notes here yeah Zomba the lion uh he was known for four films and many tv shows such as i dream of genie uh gilligan's island uh adam 12 and then he was he was born in 1952 and lived all the way to 1970 and then of course he was in this episode of twilight zone um raised on a ranch called nature's haven well okay he's a big yeah and the four films, I do not know if anybody's seen them, one is called Black Zoo, which is about a zoo handler that takes on the animals to attack people. Sounds interesting. <laughs> one is the lion, the other is Fluffy, and the other is Napoleon and Samantha. I don't know if anybody will ever watch those movies, but hey, they're there.
0: No, nah, I was hoping you'd say one and a big, like, oh my God, that movie, but no, no it didn't no. happen. Sorry. I, I think his television roles might have been bigger than his film roles. <laughs> Um, so now that means Doris Richards comes after the line, which is fine. Oh, that's... Doris, Doris Richards was played by Emily McLaughlin. Her main gig was an almost 30 year stint as nurse Jesse Brewer on General Hospital. The music is a reuse of Fred Steiner's score from King Nine Will Not Return, along with some stock music of tribal drums. So, Sean, I am going to give you the screen, and if you would read the prologue in any voice you feel like. Sometimes I regret asking people that now, you know?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember the Midnight Sun episode when your when you're, uh, co-host really uh, tweaked with the sound, and, you, and it sounded really bad. Yeah, I think I called him yeah. out for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, can, can we do that again? <laughs> oh wait! Well, you know, if you got the no, red no. Red box <laughs> no 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 no, I, I will definitely not do that uh this, this will probably just be a deep voice just okay. the natural deep voice that i have but nothing fancy rock on all right here it goes the carcass of a goat a dead finger a few bits of broken glass and stone and mr alan richards a modern man of a modern age hating with all his heart something in which he cannot believe and preparing, although he doesn't know it, to take the longest walk of his life, right down to the center of the twilight zone.
0: All right, I was hoping I was going to track down a CD before you finished, and that did not happen, which is why I'm not currently on screen. Um <laughs> oh, I'm stretching. Too. I'm in Brazil now. I, I'm oh. going. Yes, I have it organized by country here. We go. Oh, it's in the very back. That's why I couldn't find it. I don't know if you know this album. Uh, That was definitely on my mind most of the episode. That's Olatunji's Drums of Passion, originally released in 1959. It was very popular. I kind of wondered if that was like an influence on this episode.
1: Wow. No, I have not heard of that album, but that is a good little time that you have. Yeah. That's nice because it it was, I think, one of the
0: first reasonably well-selling actual world music albums, you know, because, like I mentioned before, you had the exotic of uh, Martin Denny and Les Baxter. but Great stuff, but, you know, made by basically white guys who played in tiki bars in uh, Hawaii, you know, and and Les Baxter did some Hollywood stuff, too. I shouldn't sell him short, but, you know, he was known for doing the exotic music, but it's still you know, Hollywood music, basically. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was... uh yeah definitely jungle music <laughs> they should say animal noises and there should have been credited
0: <laughs> Um. so do you carry any interesting talismans on you
1: <laughs> Uh, I think I got a rabbit's foot I think I got a vulture's head and I think I got a uh, a raven's claw no I do not carry any of that stuff okay
0: I was just going to say just for, for weird things that things that are always in my pocket include a guitar capo a uh, phone charger and this this box of not box this bag, what's well, connected to the capo and the phone charger. But I have a bag of like gemstones. Um, oh, nice! Just hiking up and down the mountain near my house, I, I kept passing a drugstore, and they had like this power stone machine, right? Yeah. So I just like whenever I was walking by, I'd like buy one, right? And uh, and until that machine disappeared, so I, f- I feel like that's a good way to come, you know, the forlorn little um. Bending machine halfway up the mountain. That's a that's a good way to get your power stones. I think. So
1: yeah. See, I feel bad now because I sat here and I mocked your question, but you were you were being serious. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought uh, you were trying to be funny.
0: <laughs> well, I I, mean, I am trying to be slightly funny because I got him out of a vending machine, right? But yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. I got a cracker jack box, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but the the fact is, I do carry something along those lines. I you know, I, I think a lot of people have something weird just in their pocket. They weren't necessarily given. It by you know shamans in East Africa, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's a little different. I nothing has been given to me by a shaman yet. I mean, that'd be cool. I pick something from a shaman, why not? (laughs) Yeah,
1: just as long as you don't threaten to build any dams, you know, should be good. I mean, I don't care
0: for luck or anything. When I don't know, just it seems fun, (laughs)
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And that's that's the main part. I did think we didn't see much of uh Emily, his excuse me emily is the actress we didn't see much of this because yeah. she shows up in the first scene seems like she has a major part she's telling him the basically she's you know exposition dump on him right
1: yeah and, and you know i up. i'm sorry to interrupt you but i think i have a quote on that it was funny because i think she was telling him oh here, here's what she said here oh no it starts off with him john daner saying alan richards he says i'll try to be back early and then she was like, well, <laughs> she's like, you'll never be back. Don't open the door. He proceeds to look backwards, and then he opens the door, and that's when the goat carcass is there. Right, right. That that yeah. should
0: be a good sign. That's waking up next to the horse's head and the godfather, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's time yeah. to take some action, which I guess he does. He does take the tooth with him so he won't be attacked by a lion. But, yeah, the next time we see the wife, she is, in fact, you know had been eaten by a lion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um do you do you have a theory on how the lion got there? Um was he just magically wished there by the shaman was um I was
0: basically going I don't with have no the, theories. The, I was basically going with the a shaman did it theory. I mean yeah. you could you could add like a weird layer that that night there happened to be like an incident at the zoo, I guess, but <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just we a wild escape, coincidence
1: escaping the zoo a breakout
0: no i'm from atlanta and i know several years ago we had like giraffes running down the expressway in the middle of the city or something yeah <laughs> I'm not sure it's a giraffe actually I, I don't think it was something that was necessarily going to eat you so <laughs> but it was definitely something you weren't supposed to see on the highway <laughs> yeah
1: oh and when um when he opens the door and sees the goat as you said in your notes that's a good conversation started right there
0: yeah. Hey, let's, let's play with, you know, is this dinner? what should we do with this? No. You can use that to read the future. Yeah. I, well, yeah. It, yeah, I guess you, you, you don't hey, know I, thought, I thought
1: he, I thought he looked rather dapper, you know, for the, for this episode. I know he is a businessman, but I noticed you uh, Mark points down for bow tie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I pro- might be because I play in orchestras and I have to wear a bow tie yeah. when we have concerts. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Not 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 offend. Yeah. Minus five reality points for the bow tie. That's what I what I wrote down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. A few movies that came to mind watching this uh, later. Obviously, I'm not saying like this ripped it off or anything, but um. yes, there was a little bit of uh, have you seen the movie After Hours Martin Scorsese's film? No, it sounds familiar, but I have not seen that movie. It's Griffith Griffin Dunn as a guy who's you know he's been at, at a bar or whatever with his friends. He needs to get home, like he's downtown. He needs to get uptown, something like that. And he mm-hmm. just cannot get uptown, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like can't get a taxi, gets robbed. You know, all it's, I think he, insane things happen. Uh, it's a great yeah. movie. It, it's it's basically like a, it's technically a comedy, but it's so tense that it's not really funny. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still like kind of a comedic actor playing the role. Uh, Cheech and Chong have uh, cameos in it, so oh, you yeah. can't go wrong with that. But it's a Scorsese film, and it's just really tense.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen some Scorsese, but I've not seen that film for some reason. I, I don't know. Why. I,
0: I kind of want to call it my favorite. I mean, it's definitely different than the normal like you know a list Scorsese film. It's it's a different for him, which is is fun, you know. Yeah. Um, but I picked up a little bit of that with him trying to get back to his place, and just you know, the, the taxi driver dies, the his protection bum runs off, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, bum the right. It said bum on the wiki page, so. <laughs> <laughs> what was he? Oh, and then all that Central Park stuff really had me thinking of uh, Rick Moranis and, and Ghostbusters. You know, he yeah. bashing on a window uh, without without the Let Me In, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're talking about the, bar of the part when he's already possessed,
0: or when he's getting possessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah when he's it's, getting. When he, oh, love that movie! It gets bent. We did watch it a few years ago because we we, in my house, we actually liked the was it 2016, 2017 one. We liked that one, right? Mm-hmm. So we went back and watched the, the original two, uh, the weird takes where my my wife and daughter preferred Ghostbusters too, which is kind of weird. Uh, they thought the baby was cute, and um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 30 it's still a great movie i'm not gonna crap on it but yeah, yeah Bill Murray. you know Vakman is now so misogynistic here it's like oh my god <laughs> so it's it's weirdly uncomfortable now
1: one thing with ghostbusters two, i remember as a kid uh, the painting what it was his name was it vigo or vigo it... the carpathian yeah yeah that thing just scared me as a kid like, oh yeah I, I,
0: that definitely jumped scared when i saw ghostbusters 2 in the theater yeah and i yeah. still like and that's i think we are watching i might have left the room during that scene i <laughs> just came yeah. back in a minute later like oh, i'm going to the restroom I'll, Oh, you don't have to pause it that's fine <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a few scenes in the movies i still chicken out of um i'll watch the chestburster in during alien that's fine but i don't like the face hugger popping out of the egg yeah you know you, all, you know you, oh sorry go ahead just saying you know it's coming but you just can never time it quite right and it's
1: like oh god no you know what was weird i actually saw the chest bursting scene from space before i ever saw alien i think that might be true for me too it's
0: probably i mean i assume you're close to my age i think it's probably true for a lot of people of our vintage because we would have been like somewhere around 10 you watch baseball but you're not ready for aliens yet or alien yeah. excuse me i probably yeah. had seen aliens by that point <laughs> yeah but yeah, I, I even when I'm watching Aliens, Alien, I, I, that's hard to do this. <laughs> I, I always expect him to start, you know, singing and dancing with a top hat in in the Ridley Scott film. So,
1: <laughs> hello, my baby, hello, my love.
0: Yeah, I don't know, Mich- I, Michigan
1: J. Frog. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very missing. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen? A, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but before we get back to the episode here, I just want to say, have you ever seen that Michigan J. Frog Looney Tunes?
0: Yes, 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 yes. But
1: it's been a while.
0: Yeah. I yeah. do have um I have that like six disc set they put out somewhere in like early two thousands on DVD. So mm-hmm. if I, if yeah, I, I got did... a few
1: Blu-ray ones. Yeah, it's not bad to have the collections. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's nice to yeah. throw on a few of those. <laughs> but um there was some things like uh the vultures, what was it, the vultures claw in here? Um uh, I was thinking, why vulture? They usually have like it's usually the head of a chicken or a chicken's foot or well, I but was talking about the vulture. I mean, I have a, my
0: degree from college is social science education, so I'm I'm not stupid about geography. I mm-hmm. couldn't really work out the geography of this episode, which I think maybe the you know yeah. they didn't yeah. either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I I guess I'm not going to put the blame squarely on Charles Beaumont or anything, but I, I, he was he is credited as the writer, but because yeah, it's like it's a damn project that makes me think it's Upper Nile, which would be. Sudan, ethiopia area you know with Sudan they just, exploding in the news right now um yeah but that's not the jungle <laughs> i don't uh, think i don't think they have lions there so, and all they
1: let you know is africa they just they don't tell you where in africa they just say africa
0: well i guess yeah I, that's the thing i guess in 1961 a lot of americans thought africa was the same size as greenland right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's what it looks like on the map when in fact, Africa is massive, but since it's so equatorial, it, it comes out smaller on certain projections. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like, they're kind of like, Oh, it, it, they were in the jungle, but it's like a heart of darkness thing, but it's like, well, no, no, that they, if it's a dam it, and then I think on, when they do show you a map quick, uh, briefly, they do highlight that area, which is not the jungle. <laughs> so the the name is not quite fitting i suppose i don't know um i mean I, i'll forgive that i i do like that this episode is kind of a um a weird warning or indictment against i guess imperialism right <laughs> cuz we got yeah. these guys going in or or maybe even globalism i don't know but yeah people this happens a lot where companies go in uh, do something to a, th- a developing nation to that oh this is going to help you out but oh we still own it oh and you need to pay us or we're going and you know to end up draining the government the people there so
1: yes yeah so- okay oh yes I was going to say something real quick Um, I was going to say so he was having the board meeting and so okay so back before the board meeting when we we're still seeing his wife he throws away all those lucky charms that she believes in, right? He throws them into the fire, like it says, "I don't believe in this." I don't
0: know if the, all he still has the the, the lion's, lion's tooth, tooth. Yeah, the lion's he, tooth. he he, he, br- he does yeah. burn something for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But she wanted him in the attic yeah, to keep the lion's tooth, and so and then we go to the board meeting, and he kind of does this back and forth thing. I kind of believe in super, in the in the superstition. I kind of don't believe it. We should do build a dam, but like we should i've seen people drop dead from this stuff like it's like he knows this exists but he still's kind of playing back and forth in his head like so i feel like you know he kind of got a little bit of what was coming to him yeah oh yeah he is
0: implicit right he went and did the company's business and the wife is yeah. like wow we've, we're already deep in it they hate us so yeah we have this someone was nice enough to give us this weird supernatural uh you know um protection right so yeah but
1: you bet that that lion stoop didn't help him out in the end i mean these are
0: the people that are first up against the wall when the revolution starts right yeah
1: (laughs) you know i and i was watching somebody or sorry i wasn't watching i was reading somebody's review online when i was doing research on this episode and um somebody had called this episode boring and racist the now, second
0: one, it seems it's, it's, it's not like active. It's like passively racist, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think they were trying to be, but it's still just because of ignorance. It comes, it comes out that way.
1: Yeah. it. it I don't think you can call it boring either. Like maybe like is uh, maybe a little bit. If you look li- like, if you want to compare it to the other episodes of the Twilight Zone, of course, this is not the creme de la creme. You know what I mean? But I was never bored in any parts of this episode. The um, so scenery changes a lot, you know? Yeah. So I mean, I could see if somebody wanted to call it annoying, like, mm-hmm. by the sounds and stuff like that. Like, if somebody, like, I don't care for all these noises and stuff, because that's, uh, that's one reason why people don't like the episode Sounds and Silences in Season 5. They feel, you know, a mm-hmm. little too loud for their take. Like, yeah.
0: No, I, I the soundscape and this one's cool, you know, and and they yeah. they reused the score, but they basically had an original Lish score. So, yeah, yeah, on that end, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'd call this boring. I mean, it's not like yeah. one of those, like, say, uh, no. we did the mirror several weeks ago. I mean, I I didn't think that was boring, but I could see someone calling that one boring because it's all just in a single room, you know, with mm. guys that or see if somebody succincts.
1: if somebody wants to throw the the racist word around, like you could say for that. Like, you could be like that. Or if you want to say the episode, The Gift. Or if you want to say the episode, The Encounter, which I don't know if you if you got to The Gift or The Encounter yet. You well, probably enc- heard about The Encounter. Yeah, I definitely know about The Encounter. But yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, that one was not shown on syndication for like decades, I think. So,
1: yeah. I mean, but with this episode, I don't think there was any like, you know, there was no malice like at that time. They, I mean, yeah, they showed a person in a tribal outfit with a spear, but it's not like Rod was like, you know, Ugh. Give me like, one of these tribal
0: guys. You probably <laughs> saw my note. Are the party costumes more or less offensive than Prince Harry's? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, he should have known better in two thousand five. I guess, right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a little more like it's still not cool. But I mean, you know, Peter Pan's ten years or almost ten years before this, so that has great movie with very problematic scenes. You know, <laughs> this this is not at that level. There's no what made the red man red sort of song in this you know that that would really be like oh i can't watch this at the same time i was very happy that someone chose to do this episode. So i didn't just like assign it to someone all willy-nilly right <laughs> i
1: was like oh you no know, if it, someone chose if you, that one well just like uh there's a there's like two episodes there's an or i think i said cabin deer is coming was another one i didn't mind doing i would be surprised if anybody asked you for that episode because um a lot of people consider that the bottom bottom is a twilight zone. That's what I've heard. What has a laugh track? And I'm, I'm <laughs> you, well, much... you know I don't get that in the DVD, and you don't get that on Paramount Plus. So I've never actually seen it with a laugh track. I think oh. the Blu-ray has it though. Oh no,
0: that, I got the Blu-ray. I'm gonna end up with the laugh track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, like, Why well, don't it might be optional? I'm not sure.
0: I mean, um, you know, when I watch Mash, I have the DVDs where you can always turn off the laugh track on everything so oh
1: really i didn't know that was even a feature for the MASH dvds
0: because they did a few specific episodes and of course the operating room scenes never had laugh tracks yeah. but you yeah. can take out the entire show and let's face it if if the show is well written you don't need to tell me where the jokes are i'll laugh at them because they're funny you know <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah so i was watching something yesterday this, this is very off topic but a japanese comedian on um Britain, Britain's Got Talent. It was like big news in Japan, I guess, because they were like, oh, a Japanese guy's on Britain's Got Talent, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just the worst, lowest common denominator humor. I'm like, oh, no, don't... Come on. Ja-. Yeah, Japanese television humor is usually pretty raw. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I've made- seen...
1: J- oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'd say
0: it's, it's made for five-year-olds, you know? <laughs> like, the five-year-old news people will laugh at this, you know? So that that's kind of Japanese television humor a lot of the time
1: (laughs) besides like a dragon ball z or a pokemon i think the most uh the japanese stuff i've seen is like a um oh what are the the game shows those wacky game shows that japan has yeah yeah those can get weird
0: yeah the thing i saw it's like don't export that i mean it's almost like being racist towards yourself it was was a dude basically wearing a thong and like Mm -hmm. doing james bond poses and things but every time he do the pose like it would look like he was naked and he was oh, just geez. like, don't worry, I'm wearing. And then the audience is supposed to scream pants. And I'm like, that's not really funny. That's stupid. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, that's the that's what you want to import is Japanese humor. Okay, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, we still um, got the American version here. Uh, America's Got Talent. It usually just comes on in the summertime. And then I think they have a special like all-stars one that usually comes on at the beginning of winter that only goes on like for six weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah i was i was reading the, the disney war book where um that's the problem with was it who wants to be a millionaire because they did it as a special run series and it was wildly popular yeah and they're like oh well let's just put it on all the time and it quickly tanked <laughs> like you have yeah. to make your i guess make that sort of thing like an event which is part of the formula they, they just they messed with the formula in a, it, in a bad way it
1: worked with regis though in prime time you know i felt it worked with regis filming Fil- I, filming <laughs> filming sorry. <laughs> sorry so it's like filthin okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i i have to admit i don't know that much about that end of television so
1: because once I, well, you know, that I was at time,
0: university then i was traveling and then i lived in japan so i just that i never saw yeah. much of that sort of stuff
1: yeah i am a bit younger than you i think um i'm about 33 i'm gonna be 34 this year so okay, um yeah, yeah at its peak i was getting raised with my uh living with my grandma um and so she would always watch the game shows and stuff like that so that was like a big thing for us to watch that when it came on so that was good memories
0: yeah i think that's i was an only child so i usually didn't have to like battle with the only battle i remember is when i was three years old i wanted to see the muppet show my parents wanted to watch mash which i do understand that i you know both are good options but i think i still prefer the muppet show yeah (laughs) I just watched the uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion because I didn't know it existed till last week. I was like, "Holy! I gotta watch that!" So,
1: <laughs> and I love Muppets. When um when I first got Disney Plus a couple years ago, that was the first thing I went through. All the Muppet shows, the original in the mm, seventies, yeah. you know.
0: And yeah. it might be a it might be a bit of a Muppet mind. Um, in this episode, when he gets into the taxi, Gosh. I was like, I was like, the taxi driver should have been like a silverback gorilla, you know? Yes. Or, or uh, maybe that bear that shows up, Bobo the bear. He shows up in the later Muppet movies. He, I, I saw oh yes, too. the guy that
1: got the one that got started in the space um, Muppets from yeah, yeah. space.
0: Hey, yeah. where are you going? Why are you scared <laughs> of me? That I, that would have been too stupid for the jungle, of course. But um,
1: that's, I, I, I can play that scene in my head, you know. Yeah. Oh, you just you made me want to have some Muppets now in this episode. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I wish- I, muppets twilight zone hey if anyone at disney's listening <laughs> i can imagine Kermit doing a rod sterling you know an aeration yeah yeah and, and someone you know run with their idea yeah <laughs> um i did notice that rod had no tie or cigarette this week
1: like he he just like run in and, okay let's do this i got two minutes <laughs> yeah well i think you guys have been pointing it out to i think season was it season one and season two he was more he was doing a more like one at a time not so like quick like as the seasons progressed he started shooting more once at a time like a handful at a time shooting them all in one day correct, correct. that's not how it worked but yeah. in
0: this one he did I just he didn't even go to wardrobe first <laughs> yeah which that's fine i I was like oh he looks kind of more chilled out this way you know which but i maybe he shouldn't you know <laughs> yeah
1: I guess for some, he, for some reason, I always like the ones where he's standing behind a bush or not behind a bush in front of the bush. I don't think he's ever been behind the bush.
0: I like he's lurking or he comes yeah. up from behind the bush. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like Pretty Homer same. Simpson in that shining parody where he just comes out of the hedges.
1: Yeah, oh, and then yeah, slowly goes back.
0: That's what it's I better. want. Uh, do you have any big observations that you want to throw out on this episode? I think I hit most of my entertaining notes. <laughs>
1: Why kinda like you know this is where the biggest part of the episode I think is when we get to that walk. When we get to the when the meeting's over, he realizes his car doesn't start. Okay, I gotta get home. He tries to light up his first of three cigarettes he tries to smoke between here and the end of the episode, but he doesn't get to smoke. Um so he goes Yeah. <laughs> Each time he's like, you know what? No, I think I'm gonna put that down. But um so yeah, the taxi driver is something that he comes across the hobo was something he comes across part of me kind of thought the hobo was real for a second because he seemed genuine he wanted money and then he got the money i don't know how much money he got but well he ran off once he got the money right <laughs> yeah. well he, well you tried to beg him i'll pay you more just follow me and then when <laughs> he just when he turned around hey you're gone i was like oh geez okay maybe he did he ran to the nearest liquor store i guess that's what i like to think yeah but yeah. yeah it does kind i mean it seems like he just disappeared
0: but i think that's kind of like um our, our main man's um sort of
1: projection you know like yeah. that's how i'm he assuming that's part events. of the witch i'm assuming that's part of the witchcraft
0: okay that's yeah. cool too it could be part of the witchcraft yeah. if you want i i just like that he, he ran off to the liquor store but <laughs> yeah but yeah the, the timing is relatively uh suggests witchcraft
1: yeah well he can do both he can run back to the liquor store and get transported back into his own twilight zone. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever he came from. As long as he didn't come from that movie street trash. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. And if you have it, don't, there's no reason <laughs> to, there's really no reason to. <laughs> it might be on my list of bad movies here. <laughs> you know, it might be, it might. <laughs> um, or not. I don't know. So, yeah, you had the taxi driver. uh, You had the hobo. And you had to walk through what's supposed to be Central Park. I know you said Central Park earlier, but do we know that's Central Park? I've never been to New York. Um, I, I've been
0: to New York. They, they did say it's New York in this, right? Or did they not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, they did say New York. That That's Central Park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I assume they're in Manhattan, and that's Central Park is the only place you could have that happen, I think.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it is. So, that. It's not when they say "Uh, this will be like a walk through the park. That's not my ideal of a walk through the park. Mm-hmm. If I was Alan Richards in this episode, I think I'm curling up in the fetal position. I think I'm rocking back and forth, calling mommy. I don't know if I can handle it. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's that, a lot going on. Again, that's the after hours
0: vibe, which is, I guess, why, why that came to mind. Uh Yeah. I don't remember if he ends up in a fetal position or not in that movie, but
1: <laughs> he might. <Yeah. laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I'm surprised, you know, like he even made it through the park. And, you know, we already touched on what, you know, he gets home and stuff like that. And I want to give everything away in this episode because maybe somebody listening hasn't seen it yet. And they will go back and watch it. But um, I think I already I think I already said the ending
0: 20 minutes. Well, ago. yeah, you,
1: you did. But I didn't say like, you know, like every, I think. Yeah, I think you, I think you did half of it. I don't know if you did the full. But, yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to break that door down just a little bit okay break the door down do it uh,
0: yeah no i was just at the end of this episode i was thinking of the uh i I guess the greek tale of the lady and the lion you open one door and it's the lion you open the other door it's the lady i was like oh you get both with this door yeah (laughs) yeah you don't have to worry it's just one door you get both
1: (laughs) you know uh another thing sorry i just cut you off there but i I was wondering too what if he never made it home what would have happened with that lion I would uh, starve to death in that room. I don't know. I guess would break <laughs> through the door. <laughs> they open it up. They find two bodies. It's an animal body and a human body. They're like, "What happened here?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good um. Uh,
0: what, what do they call that one? The the puzzle where I mean, you find the body in the middle of the desert and can't figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: sort of thing. Um, and I'm taking it. It was the witchcraft that made this town so empty late night i mean it, 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 i was assuming it
0: was like three in the morning or something i mean this is a city that never sleeps though was it True. called the city that
1: never sleeps back then i'm not sure
0: but... uh probably yeah i i feel like you can i mean I maybe i've been hanging around tokyo too much or if you're in the main areas yeah it's always busy but you can take a three minute walk down several side streets and it's like completely quiet so yeah. i i might have my um my tokyo experiences uh coloring my new york ones because in tokyo yeah you could easily find yourself on a very empty street um yeah before too long because that's the thing you always i think people's impression is tokyo is just super crowded which it is if you go to these certain places yeah and and you are living in a closet basically so the apartments (laughs) are i i never lived in a tokyo apartment but i had friends that lived there and uh, yeah it's it it can be quite tiny I mean the house I live in now is probably considered tiny for by American standards, but
1: uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I touched on earlier, um in this episode on IMDB two is ranked kind of in like a C, like they gave it kind of like this. a, a six point eight, almost a seven. So I'm guessing that's like a C minus, maybe? Would it that would be a D? A D Some... plus or C minus?
0: Well, maybe one thing we found during the films and filth is that sometimes people will like. Give it a one because they think it's a six, but it's currently a seven. So, yeah, uh-huh. that that's, um, yeah, part of that particular podcast, Films and Filths, just to plug myself, is we're slowly driving co host Luke mad because he hates rating systems <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the conceit of the show. Um, so, so some people, uh, uh, real quick, I'm just gonna get this in real quick. Um, so some people just they might say this is a middle of the road episode, I can kind of see what that, but for some reason, it plays on my ep- and plays on my fears, so that's why I attach to the and the main character, that's why I attach myself to this episode a little bit more, I guess. But yeah, go ahead.
0: Maybe because I edit podcasts some sometimes, make music. I you know, I thought the sound design stood out as you said, and and yeah. could annoy people if they weren't into it. So I I, I thought that was cool. I, I mean for me, I guess it's a B episode. Uh, it does not go directly into my fear wheelhouse which you know that's fine
1: <laughs> i will say twilight zone fans he john daner made three performances in the twilight zone um if you're going to go out and see his best one i would go say watch mr garrity in the graves that's in season five though so we're a ways away from that Here, we'll get there eventually podcasts. time
0: time yeah. goes faster than than you think sometimes and you do have time <laughs> enough yes yes i have time enough to get to it so at last <laughs> that's right <laughs> As I roll out bed in the morning and talk to people. Yeah, if anyone's wondering, it's just uh, Sugi, Cedar, allergy season. And my voice has been wrecked the past few days. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. gravelly. I don't know.
1: <laughs> allergy season. Yeah. I was sneezing and blowing my nose this morning a lot before I went grocery shopping. So... Um,
0: let's go into some questions on this episode. Um, yes. Who in this episode goes into or through the Twilight Zone?
1: Well, I think it should be an easy answer, and that's Alan Richards.
0: Yeah, I I think I'd include his wife. She just gets eaten quite early, and she's not on the screen much. I, I feel like they're kind of equally, but she had her own experience, right? Because she ended up getting eaten by a lion. So
1: yeah, I would say, but he went through it even more because he had to like go through the hallucinations of it and the and the uh, the hearings of it, whereas she was just probably the lion was there and just who knows just did her in because. Can you see her putting up any of a fight? I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure she did.
0: No, you, you, you never know. She's she's yeah. been a world traveler. She might have a few tricks up her sleeves. Obviously, not enough. But uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for her, uh, her husband leaves a tooth somewhere, and like, let's just say, a lion suddenly materializes in the apartment. That's a very yeah. short but very distinct Twilight Zone experience. <laughs> yeah.
1: So. Mm. Yeah, the lion's tooth became very prominent because at the ending. All came down to a lion. That's right. So, yes, so I have Alan Richards definitely going to the Twilight Zone.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna throw his wife in because she got a short, but okay, that's fair. Experience uh, taking the question for well, I both of them, the people at the boardroom table, whoever you want, who deserves a trip into the Twilight Zone in this episode?
1: Well, I'd like to think this was the start of a one by one thing. And, like, every member of that board was going to get it unless they, decide to cease, unless they decided to cease construction right there. They're like, oh, well, maybe this is good enough reason to stop. But that usually doesn't happen. So,
0: uh, Their man and his wife did just get eaten by a lion, so that could be a good warning sign for the rest of them. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah they deserve it they're going into uh foreign cultures and screwing them up so yeah yeah sure they that's why they have the curse in the first place right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they deserve it
1: <laughs> so yeah so i think yeah um the main character deserved it i don't know if the wife deserved it she might have just been a victim of the situation
0: yeah, I mean, I guess she was basically along for the ride, going, but she she yeah. went to Africa, where wherever they were in Africa, you know. Yeah, I mean, does that make her complicit in like what this company was doing? Uh, I don't like that's hard to say, isn't it? So I guess with her, does she deserve it? It's a little bit of a shadier of a question, but uh, yeah, for the is, for the straight up imperialist folks, I mean, you know, Africa is still reeling from this sort of stuff. So yes. So yeah, yeah, sure. Laser, that's why they got cursed. That, that, yes. I don't know. That's I guess where I'm going with that. Um let's trip a meter this one then. Uh it's a zero is not trippy. Five is extremely trippy. I'll take weird noises, negative numbers, or whatever.
1: Hmm. Let me think. Um I'm thinking somewhere between a, a 2.5 and a three, because it's just pure, it's just purely noises and hallucinations. I mean, it's not as trippy as something like uh, it's not as trippy as something like as you get in play, which will be probably the standard for what's our trippiest episode that we have yet. That's what came leader. to my mind. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, just I, if it was me rating this first, I would say it was a five. But just I'm trying to be reasonable here. I would say it's a three. I, I would I would keep it at a three. I I was thinking about I was
0: thinking of three because yeah, uh, you were talking about just the sounds and the atmosphere. I'm like, well, I I find that sort of thing pretty trippy. Uh, That is the trippiest thing in this episode. Well, getting eaten by a lion out of nowhere is pretty wild. So, yeah, but that's a solid three, I think. Yeah 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 i'm i'm even sitting here wondering if i should talk myself into adding a little more which is what you did so yeah i'll go 3.5 because you added 0. 0.5 so i'll add 0. 0.5 i'm 3.5 <laughs>
1: now i do have to ask would it made you even more would it made it the episode more trippy if more animals had been in the episode
0: um that that could have pushed you up to four i think yeah and depending on what the situations were a few more goat carcasses or carcasses of other things i, I guess you only get to show so many carcasses on 1960s television but
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that was before PETA too I probably imagine they got away with more probably oh yeah yeah
0: I mean hope hopefully um what, is, what was this guy's name Zomba the lion hopefully had a yeah. nice lion life but uh yeah, yeah clearly was uh PETA was not looking out for Zomba so yeah mm have to depend on the kindness of your human strangers
1: in that case <laughs> no the lion went on to win and live another like uh what was it nine nine ten years after this yeah yeah it, right? yeah well I, I hope so
0: yeah yeah um i'm just taking a look at my list I'm, I'm looking at this i have too many papers here okay here we go um i'm thinking of where i would put this if, this is what, we, what have we had so far we've had the season. Uh, Game of Paul, I would say was definitely better. I feel like this is kind of on an even keel with like and now I am talking quality basically with uh, the passerby or where the grave uh, yeah a, a good pot boiler. We I don't think we've had a completely stupid episode in season 3. So that's cool.
1: <laughs> well, I'm really curious cuz you're going to be coming up to Once Upon a Time when you get to that one. That divides people. So I'm going to be curious when you guys get to that. I'm we don't have to talk about that. I don't want to Unless, oh, you that, wanna, unless
0: you want to, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but I have okay. had a. The... I, got, I got a guest request for that one, so it, oh, it nice. has been requested. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's um, or bad.
1: Yeah, it's the Buster Keaton episode, so that can mean you know, a lot of people are hit and miss with that. But uh, I love it. I think it's a great homage to the silent film era.
0: Oh, that works. I, I was about to actually look at some Keaton films because a podcast I listen to is about to hit the Keaton film, so <laughs> that should be a nice. Uh, Little storm of that sort of thing. Okay, but
1: cool. yeah, when you when you were saying the rankings, I guess on the season so far with what we got, um yeah, I probably would say it's it's there towards the bottom. But that's just only because we've had way better episodes. I mean, you gotta imagine just a couple weeks before this episode, you're watching Death's Head revisited in the Midnight Sun, and those were big episodes for some people.
0: And It's a Good Life is right before those two, so that's yeah. a run of three very iconic episodes so yeah. Hmm. yeah um yeah 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 that's definitely i don't know where my season. oh there's my my season two list is too far to reach so <laughs> uh, but yes i do know cavender is coming so there you know it, um want to know stupid. What
1: you, what's pretty coincidental is okay so i counted and i think there's only three episodes of twilight zone that involved witchcraft and what's weird is there was an episode before the jungle that you're going to be covering soon called still valley and that also involved witchcraft. So I wonder what the back-to-back w- weeks of witchcraft like what, the, what that was all about.
0: Oh weird. Yeah. One? I actually yeah. have not seen that one yet. I, I'll watch it tonight and do that episode tomorrow morning. So it's so don't spoil me. But uh No, I won't. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, yeah, that, that'll be an interesting. I guess it's good you brought it up here cuz I haven't watched that one yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh do you want to throw any final points onto the
1: jungle? No, I just, um, it's 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 one you guys can watch, the fans can watch. If you want to skip it, I wouldn't hate nobody for skipping it, because there are better episodes this season. And if you are if you don't have a lot of time on your hands, you're trying to get through a season quickly. And this isn't, see, this is just one for me personally I like. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I haven't had it. I, it's one that would fit nicely into a marathon you know you put it between yeah. like two real bangers and it's a nice you know three episode run and you're in the middle of your yeah. marathon
1: I, I and can't it is charles beaumont but if you want to look for some better charles beaumont episodes you know there are better ones out there
0: oh for sure but um yeah. i i do
1: like his vibe i mean it's
0: very yes. distinct from serling's vibe but very much a fit in the twilight zone um Because I, you know, the Montgomery Pittman ones, we've done two of those these season, which are good, but don't feel a little off somehow. Maybe because it's a new voice in the Twilight Zone? I I don't know. Um, And then uh, I feel like, uh, oh, geez, why is the guy's name escaping my brain? Other major writer who wrote Richard Matheson. Yes, thank you. (laughs) 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 I don't know why I couldn't remember his name, but like, I feel like sometimes it's a little harder to distinguish one of his episodes from a Serling. Like, Mm -hmm. he's, you know, high concept genius, right? But, like, he doesn't feel as distinct as, say, the Beaumont episodes. Like, this one, you know, doesn't feel at all like Rod Sterling wrote it. Maybe that's why he showed up without his tie and a cigarette. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was in a hurry that day. Right. What was weird um, about the cigarette, though, is I heard he started that, like, we everybody knows Rod was a chronic smoker, but I heard that he started that thing, or I read... um. That he started that it was kind of a it was a habit to get him out of the nervousness of being on camera. So when he held a cigarette, it kind of calmed him. You might have heard me say that, but yes, I think I heard Okay, that. You just, okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, I said that before. That was kind of like because he, you know, he yeah. was not planning to be the the narrator. It's just yeah. no one was quite. It was they were like too whimsical or too dramatic, and yeah, it just needs somebody with a slightly uh, distinct voice, you know, just telling it to you straight. That's the shtick that was needed. So. Yeah, but the man himself was not really wanting to be on camera, so... Yeah. Um. Well, I guess I'm going to head out of the jungle and into the frying pan. Does that make sense? I don't know. <laughs> it works. This is Time Enough Podcast. It's Time Enough Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, We are on Patreon at Podcastio Podcastius, where you can throw us a buck, a dollar, or... uh have that as a window into our other shows. We mentioned a few of them in this one. I call it Disney, where we look into the the weirder things deep in Disney movies. Uh, films and Filth, where we look into the top 100 and bottom 100 movies as rated by IMDb users. And you could do some video game ones with Luke Loves Pokemon. The Game Game Show, where gamers game each other about games. And Hyrule Field Report, which will be going over the Zelda games, because there's a new Zelda game out there now, or Now, or I guess, as the people hearing this. What's today? Today is May 21st. Yeah, you can play the new Zelda by now. <laughs> and we're just wrapping up our run on the Prisoner. That's Imprisoned in Prison. Another Prisoner Prison cast. Uh, just wrapping on that, and, and we will make plans for something new before too long okay well sean thanks for jumping into the
1: jungle with me today thank you for having me and uh i hope i didn't bore anybody i hope i did i hope i did all right and i hope to be back for at least a couple more in the future maybe yeah, at least you're,
0: one you're the only one to ask for cavender's coming yeah. <laughs> yeah all right hey man i'll send you the first podcast i recorded that's embarrassing for me to listen to Woo! <laughs> mm.